Welcome to Micro, a podcast for short but powerful writing. I'm your host, Drew Hawkins. Ceiling fans, spare rooms, and birds in the rafters. Heartbreak hangs above us in this episode featuring fathers. Though it's brief, our first piece creates an entire complex scenario and then pulls back the curtain, so to speak. It's called Anniversary. It was written by Kip Knott and published in 101 words. Enjoy. It's been a year, he says, reaching for the switch. No, she says from the edge of their bed, where she sits, staring at the window. Please, he whispers, I need... No, she says again. He lowers his hand and leaves the ceiling fan on for the 365th day in a row. Not for the breeze that cools their bodies as they sleep fitfully each night, but because it makes the drapes move ever so slightly as if their son is still giggling behind them, the way he did the last time they all played hide-and-seek together. Kip Knott is a writer, teacher, photographer, and part-time art dealer living in Delaware, Ohio, whose newest full-length book of poetry, Clean Coal Burn, is available from Kelsey Books. You can find him on Twitter at Kip underscore Knott, on Instagram at Kip.Knott, or on his website at KipKnott.com. Our second piece speaks in absolutes and fragilities of small creatures and all of life. Written by Austin Ross and published in Hobart After Dark, or Had, it's called Never Handle Grounded Bats. Enjoy. Never Handle Grounded Bats. Don't touch baby deer. Avoid duck eggs. After imprinting, they will be rejected by the mother. Their lives require isolation. Your father raised you to respect all life. But then the two of you found a stray pigeon fluttering in the barn's rafters. Frightened the bird might contaminate the straw and infect the other animals, your father knocked it from its perch with a stone and with callous hands and heart, calmly fetched his pitchfork. It was both revelation and betrayal. Afterwards, bloody tines glinted red in the dusk, and the bird lay still beside the woodpile, now drying in sun and wind. Your father never meant all life. He meant only life that did not intrude, that required no extraneous exertions of love and care. Late that night, you retrieved the animal with bare hands and buried it alone beneath rocks and dirt beside the purling creek. 
All around you were faint sounds of life, chirrups and flutters and sighs of wind. All of it, like you, so desperately frail. Austin Ross's fiction and essays have appeared in Hobart, Had, Necessary Fiction, and elsewhere. You can find him on Twitter at Austin T. Ross or on his website at austinrossauthor.com. Our final piece is divided into four scenes in a snapshot of paint tones that correspond with loss. Listen to R.S. Powers read their piece, The Four Worst Paint Names We Came Across at Home Depot Upon Failing to Pick a New Color for the Empty Spare Room. Published in Entropy Mag. Enjoy. The Four Worst Paint Names We Came Across at Home Depot Upon Failing to Pick a New Color for the Empty Spare Room. Pompeii Ruins, Dark Gray. A week prior, my fiancé miscarried at four months. We were at the county library for a poetry reading. An adjunct colleague of my fiancé told the small gathering that her new chapbook concerned failing to learn to cook Cajun food, along with what she characterized as, quote, small beer coitus. During a villanelle, somewhat indirectly about anal sex, I thought my fiancé, wearing a loose, dark dress, had wet herself. She stood, and we saw the puddle of bright blood on her orange folding chair. We were shuffling to my car when my fiancé told me, Don't bother speeding. NYPD, blue-gray. When the young male doctor explained what a D and C would entail, My fiancé mock nonchalantly waved away his entire presence. Oh, honey, I've been through much more stressful things than this. She wanted us to laugh with her at least a little, so we did. Walking the fluorescent hallways to the waiting area, I found myself thinking, 16 weeks, size of an avocado, a few weeks from learning the sex. We'd been joking about a gender reveal that would make the news. A few days prior, we were up before dawn, googling how to make massive rainbow-colored explosions. Climate change. Off-white green tint. The day after the hospital, on a warm and windy December afternoon, we went walking along the warping paved path through the towering, dying wood. We found a sprawling playground with an anarchy of squealing children navigating aging metal equipment, their dozens of sunlit shadows racing on the red mulch. Again, I told her to cancel her next week of classes. We'd drive to the beach, hit the casinos. We'd hike the mountains, wear nothing but sneakers. We'd break into the abandoned IRS building, take photos of the sunset through the broken walls. It's okay to not feel anything, my fiancé had to tell me. We'll never ever know what we've lost. Baby's Breath. Off-white, gray tint. After we learned, 
I became lost in a joy that defies language. I rushed to tell our surviving parents and friends, spent days composing our social media post. After we emptied the spare room and tore up the carpet, the floorboards daily shone. The rooms up on the second floor, two big painless windows looking out onto cracked concrete. That room is where my fiancé writes all her poetry. What else can be said? R.S. Powers is a fiction writer who is and will be was, and who lives 451 miles from the town of Micro, North Carolina. So ends our show. Thanks so much for listening. This episode was edited and curated by Dylan Evers and produced and hosted by me, Drew Hawkins. Our theme song is by Matt Ordez and Maymay Kaufman runs our social media. You can find us on LitHub on our website at micropodcast.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely check out our new interview series with Kirsten Renault called Five Cues with Kirsten, where she talks to writers featured on the show about their work. We've got a full transcript up on our website, and if you do need subtitles, we've got that on our YouTube page, and you can find links to that on our website as well. Please do rate and review the show on whatever streaming service you use. It's a simple way to help people find us, and we super appreciate it. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Podcast Micro. Thanks for listening.